Hello. Welcome to a new episode of All Things Geek. I am Steve. I am also Steve. I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Chris. My father's made me watch a movie for a whole mark. But this is a life. good show, though. This is our year-end wrap-up favorite episode of the year. So I know. I, oh, we don't do music. I, I mean, I don't listen to any current music, so I would be I love useless. music. I love music. New music, I don't really listen to a lot of it, except I am a big Doja Cat fan. So she had a new album that came out this year that I really like. Uh, but that's it. I don't like what? any other new music. Yeah, I know. I always Doja just listen Cat? to... Yeah, Doja Cat's freaking great. I don't know. I like her. Wow. I have no okay. idea why. Ask my, my family laughs at me, too. I don't know. I just love Doja Cat. <laughs> Do we want to record with him? That's the one weird one, but I just don't like new music, so we couldn't do a music one. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, so we're gonna go over our top five TV shows, and then we're gonna go into our top ten uh, movies. Uh, let's start with TV. Uh, let's start with the boy. Why so me? Why? Because I want you to fucking say something. <laughs> my uh, my reality TV shows that I watch. Yeah. So what's your what's your number five TV show, Christopher? Ah. Uh, Survivor. Hmm. I, I just always get bored with it after like three episodes. I like the challenges and I like to see who goes home. And that's it. Steve is <laughs> not enjoying that pick. No, he hates it. He hates <laughs> oh, it. I that's do. Steve's face is great. <laughs> because he, he sits on the computer and doesn't really watch it. He'll do this and then he'll ask me a thousand questions. And then yeah. he'll do this and then he'll ask me another thousand questions. Yeah, and that's why annoying. it would be and that's why it'd be number five on his list. But I yeah. assume that there are other good ones. How about you, Steve? My number five this year, after going over it and changing it around a few times, I think you might be a little shocked by the order, but I think you know a majority of these. And my number yeah. five is Barry. Okay. Um, it got it got pushed down two spots uh, all the way to number five because this year ended up having some really good shit. I mean, we can. We, you, you have any honorable mentions that didn't make your list that you just want to shout out real quick? Just like... Like yeah, I like Gen Z. I like Gen Z a lot, which was the boys' spinoff. I thought it was v. Gen, Gen v. v. No, Gen yeah. V, my bad. And uh, I thought that was really, really good. And I wanted to say Invincible, but number one, Invincible's not done yet this year. You're only halfway mm, through. And just because true. we watched Invincible for the first time this year, I realized that that show's two years old. So that wouldn't qualify anyway. Invincible? So. No, it's not. Yeah, Invincible came out yeah. in 22 or 21. Oh, that's right. This is the second the season. End. Yeah. yeah. yeah so but I mean, anything that comes out, I mean, you can talk, still talk about it because I have shows that are in their second, third season. Barry oh. ended. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't mean that. I just mean if it didn't come out. Oh, the first season. Got ya. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got ya. Um, so I have a few honorable mentions real quick first. Um, if you haven't watched the Archer series finale, Fucking watch it because it wraps up oh, everything. Oh, it's it it, it awesome. Happened. It's okay. so good. And I will like, absolutely watch that. It's heart touching and like it brought a tear to my eye almost. And the way it ends is how I hoped for once. It's how I hoped it would end. Let's put it that way. Okay. And like every every single side character you can think of, except for Mallory, um, is is in this. And like Barry is back. And like it's, it's everybody's back. It's great. Um, another quick honorable mention that no one really talks about. If you're a Quantum Leap fan from the original series, season two is on. Um, and I love, I love the reboot. It's it's part of the series. I'm going to spoil something from season one real quick. Five, four, three, two, one. The head of the program is somebody Sam saved in the leap from the first series. So, oh, cool. yeah, it's cool. It's, it's a cool connection. 
I, um, I would actually entertain watching that mostly just because they film 100% of it on the Universal Studios lot. Oh, do they? Every, every single time we're there, a different section is blocked off for Quantum Leap. Mm. Almost They film almost year-round, so it would be kind of cool to see them stomping around the lot that we yeah. know so well. But uh, And the characters are so good. Like if Everything's well-written. It's, it's just a good, solid sci-fi show, and that's not a lot around right. anymore. What's um, your number five? So my number oh, one more one more honorable mention because I only watched two episodes. The Curse on Showtime. Oh, I've watched. I know you don't like it, but we first, watched the first episode and just don't care to go back. Very reverse Dirk Diggler moment in that first episode that I was not expecting. But uh, yeah, it it caught it, it it really. There's something about it that I just need to keep on okay, watching. Okay, but don't put it on your recommended list if you're only two episodes. I'm in. just you that's can't. why that's why I don't have it on my real list yet. Okay. My real All list right. is everything that's been completed for this season. Completed. Okay. Very good. Uh, completed. So my number five is Shrinking um, oh, from Apple that, TV. That would have been on my Fallout list, too, yeah. or whatever we're calling it. Honorable mentions. Honorable yeah. mentions. Um, I mean, fucking Harrison Ford is awesome in it. Like, yeah. he's acting again and, like, in the role and, like, emotional and, like, emoting, which is rare for him. And uh, Jason Siegel is great. Like, all the characters are great. It's well written. It's super funny. It's from the Ted Lasso writers, so it has that kind of edge to to the comedy. Um, super awesome. So that's my number five. Uh, Chris, what's your number four? Um, I'm only like halfway through with it, but I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, the One Piece live action show on Netflix. That's been really good. And I never watched the anime because it's like a thousand something episodes. But like, my, yeah, I know Jesus is right. But my friend has watched the animated show and he likes he goes oh the live action one's like really close to it but like you don't have to watch a thousand episodes i was like okay so i tried it it's really good so far interesting oh, i always that's like off the f- path picks like that yeah that's my fella on god uh steve oh, uh here's one of my number four is one of two shows that bumped barry out and that would be Ooh, okay. loki i i am smitten with loki i loved it it's. I think it's my favorite thing that they've made as a Marvel show for Disney Plus. Better than WandaVision? Yeah, I think it might be. And I the reason I say that is just because the amount of times I've been rethinking about it and then watching different episodes again because I keep yeah. on thinking about this one episode. Something unique about those characters and that storytelling, I just think it's great. You think yeah. What If might creep into your top five TV? Like, we're recording before it, so. Maybe. That's a good point. Damn, because the first one was, the first one did, but that also had a really cool, honestly, the first one was so good is because it was the last time we got to hear Chadwick Boseman. So, because he had made it before, which automatically it was like, yeah, this is incredibly important. Well, it was so good because they did it it right. Yeah, agreed. And that was the best episode when he was uh, Star-Lord. I thought that was great, but. That was good. I like like the Doctor Strange episodes a lot. Like, they really used Doctor Strange really well. Yeah, uh, but also this was a new concept back then, so it was fun and shocking to see. Season two would have to be really damn good to break my top list. Like apparently the uh, the one that gets released on Christmas Eve is a yeah. die like um, die hard, full blown die hard parody with uh, Tony no, Stark. Nice, yeah. very cool. So, wow, I like Tony it. Stark with Happy Hogan. Oh, Happy Hogan. Sorry, Happy. Hogan. Okay, there you go. yeah, right so, on. That'd be that'd be interesting to see. That's good. Right, that's a good one. Loki's not on my list. Um. My number four, Steve. Poker Face is my number four. Poker Face. Oh! It took me a while to watch it. Everybody kept on telling me to watch it. I'm like, I don't yeah. know. I love Monk. Nothing's going to beat Monk for me. 
But uh, Poker Face is so goddamn I amazing. never watched Monk, but I know the point. Now I know why you made that analogy, because it's almost the same show. It, it, she, like, she could literally be the daughter of yeah. Columbo, the way she talks and the way she kind of thinks things out. But you don't see the connection until they want you to see the connection. And it's so well done. And it's so hard to do a good mystery. And it's from uh, Ryan Johnson. So, you know, yep. he's good in freaking almost in everything. Yeah. Um, so they've, they've also approved they're, they're making season two season right two now. Yep. And they will be making a third season. This show is on Amazon. Peacock. It, Peacock. Pe- it's on Peacock. Yep. That's right. Because it's important to mention all of these different shows. Barry is on HBO uh, or what Once. they just call Max now. Yep. Loki is on Disney+. Plus. Chris, you said yours was on Netflix. Yeah. And Steve, you just said one on Peacock. I mean, you we've just gone the whole circle. I mean, we didn't even... And only, wild, one, right? only one show on network TV, Survivor. Yeah, Survivor. That's cool. Yeah. All right. See, that's this that's is where crazy. it's getting interesting. All right, Chris, go ahead. What's your number three? Loki. I'm rocking with Loki. Sweet. I liked it a lot. I actually watched... <clears throat> I think this is the only show that came out like on Disney Plus that I actually watched. So like, like on time too. We watched it like yeah, like we watched too. it. Yeah, yeah, yep. See, that's a so. like, this and Wandavision were the ones that we were like yeah. A- yeah. achingly waiting. But you know, so. Hawkeye. You know, I'm going to start watching Hawkeye because I consider it a Christmas TV show almost. So Hawkeye, but Hawkeye is so good. I love it is, yeah. Hawkeye. Yep. It's really, it's really good. I'm a big um, Haley Steinfeld fan too. I just she's she, great. She, she was it. great at yeah. the end of Marvels too with her interaction with um, yeah that little bit Ms. Marvel. That was a good little bit. But um, go ahead, Steve. What's your number uh, three? My number three would be the Mike Flanagan masterpiece, which would be the House of Usher. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got the order mixed up. We're on number three. Yeah. Shit, that was my number two, actually. All right, so so do your number three next time. Talk about it. I'll do my number three next time. I've heard things about this, but I never watched it. So he's the one that made Haunting of Hill House. He he did Uh, the the Shining sequel. He did Midnight Mass. And he did House of Bly Manor and then another one that just came out last year that he was really upset that they canceled called The Midnight Club. Anyway, he's one of my favorite living filmmakers. Say, Steve, he's from Boston and his dad was in the Coast Guard. How cool is that? Oh, that's cool. But anyway, Steve, what makes this interesting is it's a bunch of Edgar Allan Poe stories mm. put together in one story of a very dark secession. So imagine oh, that's cool. HBO secession, except super dark with scary ghosts and like crazy deaths so like the pit and the pendulum is yeah. one of the stories in there you don't they don't tell you this is ed growl and poe but it's all in there oh, the I names are the same so it's really cool sarah read the entire book of his stuff while watching it and she was pumped because of the uh the mixtures but anyway that's cool just- I, didn't, I didn't know that was about i just keep on hearing the the, the title of the tv show Carla Guguino is absolutely my favorite female performance in maybe years it's it wow. just so freaking good what's that so on? anyway Say what? That's on Netflix. Netflix. And that's his last project on Netflix. He's almost worked for them exclusively. And he was really upset with how they dealt with people in the past. So he left and now he signed a uh, deal with Amazon. That's crazy. Really? Huge. He left to their biggest rival. Wow. I've heard nothing but good things from people from Netflix, though. That's weird. Yeah, his was a weird interaction. They did not like how they canceled his last show without consulting him or something. Ah, okay. Got you. All right. Uh, my number three, which I'm sure we talked about a little bit longer, so I'm not just gonna touch on it a little bit. Ted Lasso. I mean, I that was my another follow up, but I knew you were gonna say it. I mean, it, I for me, it ended ninety nine percent, nine percent perfect. Just like landed it so hard when they. I mean, spoilers. The spoilers coming. We, talked we already about did it. a show on it. Yeah, 
uh, when they stop pulling up the pieces of the poster that say believe of all their, and you can see like the worn book that that, that he was given and like all that kind of stuff. So yeah, fucking awesome! Incredible. So we if if you are if you care in one week this summer, three of the biggest shows in TV history ended on the same week: uh, Secession, this Miss Maisel, and then there was another one, Steve Barry. Barry, they ended on the same day on the same. A lot of endings this year. A lot of endings. Yeah. So, um, if you go back and look at our other show we did, that was early on. So you'd have to go probably episode maybe four or five. Five. Yeah, I think so. But go check it out. We did a whole breakdown on the that show. Chris, what's your number two? Um, probably the Amazing Race. It's either that or Hell's Kitchen. I can't decide between the two. They're both like kind of tied at two. Fuck you, then. Cooking I shows just, are awesome. I just, I've never like. I'm like one of the only ones that doesn't like cooking shows. I'm so bored. And the bigger sticky. Hey, which one I is Hell Kitchen? That, is that the one where they yell in your face and they get yeah. mad at you? Yeah, yeah I could competition that's all, one. That's all of Gordon Ramsay's shows, though. So oh, it's Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, okay. it's his. What like ten per team or something like yeah. that? And they like ten run on each side. Yeah, and okay. Just, they just opened a Hell's Kitchen in Foxwoods. Yeah. Oh no way. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. but your actual pick you said was Amazing Race. It's a good. I love the Amazing yeah. Race. So it's good. it's if we did top ten, it'd be my number ten. Yeah. That's it's it's just so it's a competition show, but it's so wholesome and they kind of help each other a lot. And there's not like a lot of fighting between between teams. It's they more fighting fight between more. the couple, Couples. the people who are racing. Yeah. Like, why are you an idiot? Why can't you read a map? It's like. It's just like normal human. It's like the most realistic. Imagine if me and father were on that show, how much arguing there'd be. It's like that constantly with every team. Okay. Okay. So Not like, every team. There's a, there's, almost every team. The dad and son were fine. A, that's because one of them couldn't really talk. Well, one was deaf and, yeah. and his son was Coda. So that was a they, that was they didn't, interesting going they forward. Didn't argue, but yeah, but it, it's very, it's very it's a good season too. It's a wholesome show. It's a wholesome reality That's show. Cool. Yeah, it was the only season where there was only like one or two teams that I disliked. It's the antithesis of Big Brother. Okay. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. 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 All right, Steve. What's your number two? This was actually my number three because House of my number two was actually oh, yeah, House yeah. of Usher. But my number three was one that I wasn't expecting to really love. Um, and Steve, I've already talked to you about it, and you always say the same thing. You just don't care. But that would be the newest season of Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. uh, they they did something incredible this year that I didn't see coming. And while there are some lows to it, overall, the lows I still found to be a lot of fun. And it just ended last night for the season with new voice actors that you don't even yeah. care that they're different people anymore because they sound so similar. They deal with a really dark subject matter a few times, including some really thought-provoking conversations. Like, would you, if you knew that on a different place, your favorite food of all time was a suicide body, you know? <laughs> and it's like, what if people were willing to do it? How would you yeah. treat that? I mean, a lot of really thought-provoking dark conversations that you don't expect, but I love it. So great, great season. Chris, do you still watch that? No, I never watched it. Okay. Yeah, I, I never know. I got really. into the spinoff one, the Solar Opposites show. Solar Opposites, yeah, we watched like, that too. I like that one, but I never got into Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Um, and it's made it, again. It's like Lost. It's a show that should be made for me, but I just don't. Yeah. Uh, all right, my number two. I mean, it's Barry. It has to be Barry because. God, that show's amazing, yep. and he deserves all the Emmys he does. and awards. For directing, exactly. for writing, for acting, 
Steve, I went back and looked at the list, and sadly, I don't think he's going to be getting them. He's not. I genuinely he's, don't. I don't. So think hard this gonna, year. Yeah, it's I just mean, absolutely. Fago came back with a bang. Like all these shows are like firing, and all these like just so great. Like I can't believe Fago is this good again. Like I this is yeah, and that's it's not it. on my list yet because it's not over. So right. I didn't add it to my list, but it is freaking good. And I thought they were doing something different. What a great year! It's it's been a great year for TV. Uh, yep. That is not on. It's basic. <laughs> basic uh cable um yeah. all right chris what's your number one ted lasso it had it so tell them how you watched it um well fun fact i didn't think i was ever gonna watch it because i watched clips because of you watching it and then the only reason i started to watch it was because tiktok kept giving me clips of the show and I was tired of people not posting the second parts of the clips. So I just decided to watch the show myself. And I ended up liking it a lot. So, like, it was, I would say it's the first time I cried, cried in, like, six months. It was a good, good-ass show. Ah, nice. So. Yeah. What's your number uh, one, Steve? My number one is arguably my favorite thing that's been made for TV in my entire life. Watching every single episode was like watching the most anticipated movie of my life come out. It made my family stop what they were doing. We had watch parties at my sister's house and did not miss an episode. We watched it right when it came out. And that would be The Last of Us. Uh, it meant more to me than I can even wow, remotely okay. tell you watching that game adapted in such a beautiful way on screen. Oh, yeah, you love like, the game. That's right it was here. like moving to me. Every Sunday for six weeks or seven weeks, I was just on the edge of my seat counting down the seconds to the show, and I was not let down. I loved I cried multiple times. It means a lot to me. I love it. It's That's really awesome. a big deal over in this house. So I haven't finished. I, I, I watched like the first two or three. I had to go back and rewatch it. Yeah, I, I just don't think I was in the mindset to watch it, but I mean, I've heard nothing but great things about it. So yeah, um, are we on my number one already? Well, yeah. I'm surprised this one wasn't on your list at all. But my number one is Succession. I mean, yeah. it's the best TV show, almost of top ten of all time. It is such a intricate telling of a mogul in their family that is very. It's very raw and very. They don't give a shit about anybody. It is, it is a hard look at the riches of the rich. Yeah, and it's amazing. And what the Culkin on that show deserves again deserves yeah. all the Oscars because yeah. Emmys because he's his arc is freaking amazing. Uh completely agreed again if you guys want to hear steve's full take on this uh show go back and listen to the episode because literally those three episodes are on both of our lists i didn't add secession on mine even as a follow-up first of all i thought you were going to mention it again but also i put it still behind all those shows yeah. that i like you you like this more i thought barry was a million times of what that was so oh barry's uh, a I, hate, not, I don't know if you can categorize it's a fun watch but it's a fun to watch oh it's succession it, it, you can't. Oh, absolutely. The, the episodes of Barry are 22 minutes long. Secession are hour to an hour and 40 minute episodes. And there's six seasons of this show. That is dialogue. And they're intense. hard. And they're, they're not. They're hard off. They're, it's a hard watch. It's That's... emotional watch for, yeah. for me. And I like I couldn't watch more than two or three at the same time. Yeah. Unlike, you know, Game of Thrones is fun. Even the dark subject matter. You yeah, because it's boobs. Ones, it's just whatever, you know. It's this. This was, a, this was rough. Yeah, Chris was like, come on, Steve. I mean, so, am I wrong? Are there no boobs in Games of Thrones? No, I think there's. Let's a see if that if that thing had no no sex and no nudity, it would not be as big. I'm sorry, it wouldn't be. I 
think that you are way too no. early to make that statement because I'm I can't fathom. Oh, yeah? Go look at Lord of the Rings over on uh, Steve, Amazon. Anyone out there that could want to see boobs can look it up on their phones in their mom's basement. I'm just saying. Is they're not waiting to see four take, seconds take of a, Game of Thrones boobs. Take, four seconds? I don't know what Game of Thrones Who cares? I mean, it's not that It's crazy. Anyway, I'm I completely saying, disagree. It wouldn't be as big. It'd be big, but not as big, I don't think. Now, I think anytime there's dragons, it's a big deal. Nah, that's not true. Really? Look at the Hobbit. Nope, I, I just said that. that's not true. I took it back. Shut up, Steve. Dragonheart, Steve. I actually like that movie. I do, too, but it wasn't hit. Yeah. It wasn't big. No. Poor Sean Connery. R.I.P. All right, let's move into our um, top 10 movie list. I think we're just kind of... Top 10? See, Steve, yeah, we're going to be going over in theory yeah, 30 films. Yeah, we're gonna go real quick over the five bottom bottom five, and then we'll talk a little bit more about our top five. Okay, that's how this is gonna okay. go. So, Chris, so we'll just go like in theory number ten through six. We'll rattle those off just yeah. kind of quickly with minimal discussion yeah. and or if or and, yeah. and then yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> excellent. All right, Chris, go ahead. What's your number ten? The Marvels. Wait, Chris. How many movies fuck. did you watch this? How many new movies did you watch this <laughs> fuck year? Fuck you. How many? Fuck you. How many? Four, eight, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen oh. whole new movies. <laughs> and we're asking him to say exclude three from that list. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's Pretty why. That's, All right. I think this is the only list on the internet that will have <laughs> the Marvels on here. Yeah, I agree. Okay, go for it, Chris. Okay. Keep going. Real quick, oh, Chris. Keep going. One line. One. Are we oh. doing all five at once? Yeah, just do all five. Okay, it's faster. So the Marvels, Flash, Tetris, Air, and then TMT, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Air. That's the one we just watched. Yeah. When he was on his phone half the time. That's a. That's I a didn't damn... care about shoes. That's a damn good list. All right, my is it? My ten through six are. Don't listen to him. My ten through six are Ninja like Turtles, Steve. Ninja Turtles, yeah. Mission Impossible, Leave the World Behind on Netflix. Evil Dead Rise, and No One Will Save You on Hulu. See, we have totally opposite. We, none of those are on my list. Cool. None of them. Damn, uh, we should have reversed it then because we probably, that, some of these ones I could talk about. Is that Netflix one with Julia Julia Roberts, right? Is that any yeah. good? Because I've heard mixed things. Yes, it's fantastic. And yeah. if you really want a spoiler, no. we just did a episode of the Highlight Zone where we were talking about what we think is the most important episode of Highlight Zone history. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's just say it has a very similar tone thing. Um, okay. All right. It's brilliant. It's really, really good. So my bottom, my bottom five, I'll tell you what my bottom five are in a minute, but my um, 10 through six, ready? Knock at the Cabin. Excellent M. Night movie. Yep. Um, pure, for pure emotions, Mr. Monk's last case just got released. And it's a pure... Just pure nostalgia, emotional movie for me for that. Um, Bottoms, which I just saw, which is fucking the. F- I I never laughed as hard at any movie in a long time. It is very good. Godzilla minus one is my number seven. Um, awesome, just really great. I'm so we talk about that. And they cult in they clone Tyrone is my number six because that movie is also awesome and on Netflix. That would have been on my fallout list. That um, was that was a funny one. That was a great one. It's great. If yeah. you haven't seen it, go see it because it's it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh you kind of know who the bad guy is, kind of a little bit. Because he's the only um person, one of these things do not belong not like the others. But uh, you know, 
24, what can you say? Yeah. But uh, go ahead, Chris. What's your number five? My age is going to show that I'm the young one in here. Uh, five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, my I, number that, five. I was always, ask Steve. I kept on asking questions. I'm like, ask Chris, what is the point of this? Because I don't know what it was. I never played it, but. it's It's one of those things where like, even if you play the games and you just have played the games, and you don't know anything else, you still won't get like a lot of the things. A lot of it's very, hey, this was a fan thing. Let's throw this in the movie. Like the entire scene when they're in that diner and that that waiter that's waiting on them has you feel like a little too much screen time and he's talking too much. He's like the biggest theory dude in the entire thing. And that's the whole oh. reason he was in the movie is because he's a He's like the big yeah. YouTuber yeah, I got guy. You. That's so like, cool though. The only reason it's my five is because it's such a big fanfare. Like it's for the fans. Fan service movie. I yeah. love that. And we'll just mention that it is the highest income producing that yeah. Blue House has made. Yeah. Yet, and that's coming after Megan just was the number one that they've yeah. ever made. Like yeah. Bloom House is crushing it. What a good investment on their behalf. Oh, yeah. Right. And they just, and they also, just got greenlit Steve, for another movie, another yeah. Finance of Freddy's yeah. oh, movie. Oh, absolutely. Side note on that, we talked about this, Steve. How insane is it that it was number one at the box office for two weeks straight? It made yeah. more than enough money to fund three sequels, yeah. and it was released for free on on the, Peacock on, the, on Peacock the same yeah. day. Yeah, it's crazy. It, 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 it shows you. If people want to see I a movie, <laughs> they can go see it. Hey, man, it's Dave. Open up, man. Dave's not here, man. <laughs> Okay, now let's move on. <laughs> the guy's so high, he doesn't even know that's Dave. Homer. <laughs> Homer? Homer's not here, man. <laughs> okay, very good. Well, let's move along. Good call. Steve, what's your number five? My number five was The Holdovers, which is... Okay, well, let's talk about it. That's my number five, too. <clears throat> oh, you did? That yeah. that's your number five? Yeah. This one, um, I already have owned. I just bought it because I like it so much. This is Alexander Payne, who's one of my he's one of those ones when he makes a movie, everyone talks about it from mm-hmm. sideways to Nebraska to election to uh, election. Uh, so good. So good. So good. Maybe, maybe his best. But anyway, I loved it. I cried like a like an absolute bitch multiple times. There's a moment that I've literally thought of so many times since then is when he asks him which eye to look at. And then at the, you know, and he, you know, just that level of comfort to talk to somebody. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. I mean, Nebraska, the descendants you didn't mention about. Smith, That's the other one. Citizen Ruth. I mean, uh, we give fat, I guess we can forget about downsizing a little bit, but like other than that, that was really, and that was still good, but it wasn't as good as the other ones, but. Oh uh, yeah, the holdover just has that. I mean, it's very seventies. It has definitely yes. a seventies feel. Seventies Boston, like combat zone era Boston, um, and just the feel of New England and like that that heaviness that that, that gives the script is just really yeah. really amazing. Um, and the stuff of his father is so heartbreaking. I mean, some people might call it formulaic for him. Um, I think this I can, is probably his most formulaic movie, but oh fuck, I don't give a shit because that's great. That is a that's a good point. I completely agree. All right, Chris, what's your number um four? Uh Godzilla. Godzilla minus one. Yeah, it got knocked down one because somebody decided to not tell me the entire movie was in Japanese. And I was not ready to read subtitles for a whole two hours. So fuck you. It was still good though. 
other than the people in front of us. The only two other people in the goddamn theater. And they talked the entire time. That's all. We just we just saw that again yesterday. It's it's just a masterpiece. Absolutely brilliant. So freaking good. I wonder if it's your number one, Steve. I'm gonna tell you, Steve, to be honest, uh I it's erased my I erased my list earlier. Um and I forgot to put Godzilla back on there. That's how I literally oh. started the list. So that probably would have beat the holdovers for my number five. So I was just saying good pick because I enjoyed that. My number three, because we're still four. there. Four. My number four. Four. Oh, four. number four. Then it was that. We so this is my number four, and then I still have three. Four. Four. You're on four now. Yeah. Yeah. Then Godzilla. We're good. Godzilla. Okay. Cool. Give my mistake has been fixed. That's nah, just so freaking good. I, I the people in it are amazing. Like what you said, seeing it again, you yeah. appreciate what he's doing in the cockpit of the plane when he's fixing it. I didn't catch that the first time because I didn't know it mattered. So it's just oh, when so he's, good. When he taps on the chair, when it cuts away and he's talking to him. Yes, and he goes, "That's See, one." There's one more thing, and it cut away. And for a second, I thought that it meant something, but yeah. then I was so enthralled by the next scene, I forgot. Oh yeah. When that happened, I looked at father, and I was like, "It's gonna be, it's gonna be the the ejection, the ejection." You saw it coming. Because, well, I saw it coming only because the dude was so adamant on him dying because everyone else on the island dies. But at the same time, you just don't, I don't think he would let him die. Yeah. So I kind of was like, oh, something's going to happen. The people in front of us were shocked, though, when it happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, my number four. My number four. Um, It wasn't a, it wasn't a part of, but since we just watched it, I was like, no, this is too good. Um, Air is my number four. Yeah. Uh, one of the best movies about marketing you'll ever fucking see. Another great directed movie by Affleck. Yep. Um, Affleck and Damon, a great play off each other, as we all know. Um, and, I mean, everybody's great in this. I mean, even Chris Tucker is tolerable, which is hard to say. Um, He's great. He's great in it. Yeah, yeah he is. Great yeah, they're yeah. all great in it. Um, Jason Bateman is great in it. I mean, it's just a really great, solid movie of something that you don't really know how it became. And so, it's an Apple. Right, an Apple it's movie, Apple. or is it? Yeah, yeah. No, Amazon, Amazon. It's Amazon. 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 I knew it was one of those two. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Apple it, is um, Tetris. I yeah. Think. Apple is Tetris, and BlackBerry, I think, is an Apple yeah. one as well. Yeah. Which is not. Oh, that's it. Is that? Oh, yeah. It didn't quite make my list. There was some other really good ones, but it was yeah. a good. It was definitely worth it. Yeah, I agree. Um, a lot of just in general, there's a lot of like three stars on my list this year, like solid threes. Hmm. Yeah. I have a. I have a lot of. Three and a halfs and fours this year. My number one, number two has been such a nightmare picking between the two. It's been a really fun conversation in the house. All right, Chris, what's your number three though? Before we get to the two and one, uh, Guardians three. Oh, me too. So that movie made me cry. And I saw it made it me Chris. Chris and I times? cried at the at the opening logo. Chris and I started crying. Hey, hey, you don't gotta out me like that, all right? So did I. All right. So did I. We talked about this on the show, Steve. We did a it's, whole breakdown of it. It's this so way. good. James yeah. Gunn goes out with a bang and yeah. fucking a man. And I'm not excited for fucking DC. Well, did you see yeah. that? Um, James Gunn said he trusts Kevin Feige to do Guardians with the new Guardians people, like at the end of the movie. So yeah, he we'll wants see. them. He wants we'll them to keep doing it, but I don't know if he wants them to yeah, keep doing it. I, he could. Yeah. All right. See, what's your number three? My number three would be the A twenty four release called "Talk to Me," which is one of the most original 
horror movies I've seen in quite some time. I bitch and moan about how there's no originality in Hollywood and there's not, but you can find them in like indie horror films. Yeah. How you take different spins on different things. You had Megan this year, which looked like it was such a joke. And then it ended up just crushing and being actually pretty damn good. And in this one, the idea is very much a Ouija board. Yeah. It's a, you know, kind of a seancey thing that puts you into this world world and, the ending is so freaking good that I thought I knew what it was. And then at home we paused it and it was the other ending, which added like another mm. layer to my analysis of what was going on. Brilliant movie. I could not recommend it any further. It's great. Yes. Yeah, Steve, you want to feel an analysis film class, would you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Just checking. I wouldn't either. Chris. I didn't fail. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I just didn't do the homework. That's why. So hmm, hmm, hmm. I was in my class to watch movies all morning and then go home and nothing and write about it. What we're literally doing <laughs> the homework, right which now. was just <laughs> yeah, but all I don't right. have to write about it. I'm not graded on this. Uh, so, my, so Guardians <laughs> is my number three. So let's go right to uh number two, which is Christopher. Your number two, Oppenheimer, the bomb movie. Thanks. Bomb movie. Welcome. I, I love this. I don't know. I don't. I remember not wanting to see it for the longest time, and you had to like make me go see it since I have to drive you everywhere. So, see, well, I thought uh, Christopher Nolan, and I knew you'd like it. Yeah, yeah. The bomb. He he went really quiet, and then the bomb went really loud. So thought I thought I was dying in the theater. Brilliant so, analysis. I was. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fantastic movie. Steve, what's yeah. your number two? My number two is the one that I've been battling about with my number one. And since you haven't mentioned yet, Steve, the two that I think you're talking about, this is probably going to be I, the one we share right now, or maybe not. And after multiple viewings, I mean, I have watched this movie maybe 25 times since it has been released on digital, not including the three times we saw it the first 24 hours it came out. This movie is one of the best animated films I have ever seen in my entire life. And I don't just mean superhero, Marvel, Disney, whatever. The best bits of animation and storytelling. It's hard for me to get into it like this without losing my shit. And that would be my number two pick, which is Into the Spider-Verse. Really? Uh, it's just a masterpiece. And any other year, it would have been number one by landslides. But it happened to come out the same year as something else so this year uh, was strong man this year was a strong year there's yeah. a lot of great stuff and like Lots. that movie is perfection personified yep. like it that's is. how you do a multiverse that's how you do animation that's how you tell a story through just you can do, literally just watch that movie and tell what's going on just through about, the animation how about that's how you tell a dad's storyline in the middle of a superhero mm. world yeah. Like in the middle of a multiverse with the world crashing down with Venom, with just vicious villains everywhere. Then in the middle is the most heartwarming father story I've seen in years. Like yeah. it's incredible. The layers upon layers upon layers. This movie is masterpiece. And about friendship and just about like yep. love in general and yep. the love between Everything. the father and the son, the love between boyfriend and girlfriend or the love between a yep. fucking baby and a, and the father. So can I just tell you what's his name? The guy that does the voice of Miles. She, mm. she, he, I can't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, he was, uh, Chris, you probably have already read this. Probably. 
one of the things they were saying that there was heavily rumored to be live action scenes filmed that didn't make the cut of this meeting yeah. that one of the dimensions was going to be live action versions yeah, of themselves. Yeah. Well, now oh, they have yeah. said that that is probably going to be why the movie's two years delayed because they're going to get it right. And apparently the word on the street was that they couldn't have him play the live action Miles at the time because he was a little too heavy. He yeah. was just a little heavy. I just started following him this week on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah, guess who is not? Yeah, yeah. Someone is in tip-top shape. And yeah. I'm telling you, if you were going to do a live-action version, it would be him and him alone. I, I Yeah. It, it's too important. And now he looks the role. Like, just yeah. go look him up on Instagram. Yeah. Now he's in shape. It's like, oh, did you just happen to do that? Or <laughs> maybe were they like, shit, we need to get this right. I mean... Well See the thing with the spider the spiders first stuff now is now that they're making like the Madam Web thing, any animated Spider Man can come into live action and any live action Spider Man can go into anime you and they're making um Tom Holland animated. His like the pre the quote unquote prequel to Homecoming is an animated show that's coming out. Like they can do whatever they want now, technically. Yeah. Yep. So Makes it interesting, but yeah. I just love this. And if, if he comes in as the live action one, you know that reaction you see when, uh, Steve, the video, it's a, a real famous Instagram where the reaction of when uh, he says uh, and he puts on the gauntlet or whatever oh, we yeah. were talking about, yeah. right? Honestly, he gets the hammer. Yeah. yeah, whatever that is, if it happens in the theater and he shows up and he takes his mask off and it's him, I may have like a little fit. Because it, it'll be so cool because I like Miles so much more than yeah. any of the other Peter Parker characters, like at all. That's like my guy, and I'm like, this is so cool. I don't know why. I just love it's the such character. A good, it's such a good character, like really well written, character. like in, yeah. in almost every aspect. Like in comic books, he's the most well written. In the video game, he's like the most well rounded. Like yep. it's it's crazy how they treat yeah. him. It's it's great. I like to see it. Also, there's um, a line in this movie that makes me laugh so freaking hard. It, every time I laugh a little bit harder is when they're going over his grades and he got a B in Spanish, <laughs> and the, his mom goes more, and the dad just goes oh. <laughs> Half of uh, the movies in Spanish. It's freaking great. Chris, what's your number one? Uh Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I didn't mean to talk all over it then. No, yeah. you're good. The only thing I do want to add is that I think to your point is they're trying to get rid of Peter. Not get rid of him, but kind of make Miles the Spider-Man now. Like the because they're both Spider-Man, but like make him the yeah. main Spider-Man now. Because yep. like I know Insomniac's doing that. Yep. I'm I think that's what Sony's gonna try Sony's and do. Sony's already Sony confirmed that that's where they're yeah. going. Yeah. So, and I think, and that the last that, game in the franchise will be a Miles yeah. Morales sequel to this, and that will yeah. end it. They're saying that will end it. That doesn't mean they're going to end spinoffs, but yeah, yeah, it'll end that storyline, I believe. And I think um, now that they confirmed that um, the dude in Homecoming was the Prowler because he showed up in live action in Spider Man. Yep, I think they're going to try and bring him into the MCU. So I uh -huh. think they're going to try and bring him more into the main. Steve would love that. You're a huge Donald Glover fan, right? I like Donald Glover. I like him a lot. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I like his rapping. I like his acting. I like yeah, his... that's the thing is we always liked his acting. But then when you made that weird music, you were like, no, I like it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're a hardcore fan. He, yeah, he's really great. And he's the best thing about Solo. There's no oh, doubt oh, about oh that. Oh, my God. Which is why yeah. he's getting his own series. And I kind of believe that it's earned. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. he's I'll, great. I'll watch that blindly. Uh, I did, I never watched Atlanta though. Did you? No, I I just never cared. Yeah, I just I, me neither. And I love him. And I was just like, nah, I yeah. don't think it's good for me. Yeah. I, it's, it's not my thing. That's all. 
Not everything needs to be for me. I learned that this week. I learned that Friday night real hardcore. Look at Chris looking at you right now. Like, don't go into this, Dad. Nothing. What, what, right. what happened Friday? Uh, oh, we're going to go God. over it. Don't worry. Uh, what's right. your number one, Steve? My number one is the oh, one that yeah. you could have you could have predicted this from in advance because the emotional levels of what it was. But as I said on the show, knowing that this Guardians three was going to be, it's arguably the most important film of my like adult lifetime. It means mm-hmm. personal things to me on a deep, deep, deep level. And so seeing that it was going to come to this fruition was automatically going to make it almost impossible to beat. Except they made it better. Like you said, Steve, and I didn't want to trample over because you guys were saying it. When you guys were getting choked up when the opening titles started and yeah. you saw just the Guardians and the things, Hugh, Steve, you know, my one of my top three favorite songs of all yeah. time is that exact version of Creep by Radiohead. And when it starts with that, I was done. I'm telling you, I was kind of like sobbing that the ending of my favorite franchise in history is starting off with my favorite song. It's like, what is going on? And the way that it ended, and the reason why I'm not just saying that it's my favorite is because it's Guardians and it's my thing. Tell me if I'm wrong. It's hard as hell to end a franchise well. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So like Spider-Verse is number two. Just like Empire Strikes Back was number two, yeah. right? So you can have incredible ones, but if the third one isn't as good, yeah. it stands. It's it's harder to end a series, right? So that's why I think that with all of it said and done and all my bias, it is the best because how you end those characters is wild to do it without killing them off. And Chris, like you mm-hmm. said, if someone else was going to redo that or continuing on with the new Guardians, yeah. I would be okay as long as it's still Bradley Cooper because yeah. I have heard the one on the video game that mm. is trying to do an impression of him. Steve, we've heard the one on the Disney Plus shorts. Yeah. It's not him, and yeah. you can't do it. So far, they it's have not Rick do. And, it's hard they to can, do. They have not Rick and morty it. He sounds like a spinoff version, yeah. and there's something to Bradley's way, but Bradley said he's done. We'll so. see. Money talks. Yeah, I, I mean, think Vin Diesel would come back for sure, but Bradley Cooper's weird. He's directing well, big time five, shit now. Five million dollars to sit in a booth for a couple of days to do lines. I mean, can, can you, you imagine having money like that just offered? You could donate one hundred percent of that to a foundation yeah, that you like. It would care. do nothing. And the thing is, I don't think any of the original Guardians will come back. Chris Pratt will come back. Yeah, except for Hamill because the ending says Star Lord will return. Will return. Yep. But I think when they mean. The Guardians now, they're talking about the team that's at the end of the movie. Yeah, but Rocket's yeah. ahead of yeah. the team. Oh, with, is he? With, with oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Rocket's got the part that and he yeah, plays yeah, yeah. Mudbone. And it's it's Rocket. It's the girl that can now, like, levitate stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's Groot, who's giant. Yeah. They call him Kaiju Groot. Um, it's um the dog, uh, Cosmo. Yeah. yeah. And then it's Kraglin. Yeah. And I think that's it. That's the five of them at the end. I don't think girl? he... See Kraglin. the thing is, Kraglin won't come back. I don't think. No, I don't he just think signed so. on. Oh for... no, Disney no. does not want him back. No, they they're, they're, like, no, they're, they're done. That shit ended. Steve, that might be the most vicious part of the separation. Was like, you're fucking out. Yeah, he yeah. left with anger. Yeah, yeah. he burnt. He not burned only him, all the bridges. He, he fucking. Yeah, him and what's his A-bomb name? Batista. Batista. Yeah, Dave Batista yeah. and yeah. him are not hireable by Disney yeah. again. I don't think so. Yeah, and I think Batista's out of the the hulking thing he said he just yeah. wants to act yep. and man chris i'm telling you you need to watch knock at the cabin because i will batista is, is amazing in that yep. as like a gentle yep. giant type but oh my god it's such a great movie that yeah. movie that ending like when m night is on he's 
fucking on. And that is like the most on he's been since the sixth sense. It it was really it was it was so good. It's good. I like it. Um so my number one is probably no surprise to anybody either. They know me. Oppenheimer is for sure found away my number one movie. I saw it like four times in the theater. So what's that? Four times three? How many hours is that? Oh, Twelve hours yeah. watching the same movie. And I glorious seventy millimeter, then glorious yep. IMAX, and every format I could watch it in. Um, I mean, it, 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 what can you say? Chris, Christopher Nolan is amazing director. Everything was practical. Um, Killian Murphy is awesome. Emily Blunt is great. Matt Damon is funny when he needs to be in that hard ass. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is actually acting again and not just kind of going through the motions and some of his other stuff. I mean, it's all they're all just firing on on so many cylinders in this. It yeah. just it, it it oh my god! It's such an amazing story to see the dawn downfall of this like amazing scientist to help us win the war, but then see the pain and anguish he had to go through. Just it's like it's the same as Godzilla minus one, the Kamikaze pilots, yep. like yeah. all that. Like they they were literally there to die. And that was what he was worried about to stop that. It's crazy. Such a so, great film. Question for both of you then. Do you think that there is an easy front runner in two categories? Best picture for Oppenheimer and animated has to be Spider-Verse, right? I mean, the yeah. only thing that I think could sneak in is the boy and the heron, which is a Miyazaki one that people yeah. are yeah. liking. It's got a 96% and they love him. But yeah. I also think that Spider-Verse is such a story for them. They love that, you know, yeah. uh, and Miyazaki. Yeah, I don't one. see. But is there a heavy contender you think? Oh, yeah. Either? I think there's someone that could win it. And well, let's go into our biggest disappointments of 2023. Um I'm going to start with this one so you guys can think of it. I didn't prepare you for this. Killer, killer Flowers uh, that, of the Moon or whatever it's that would, super called. That's that's my number one disappointment. I, it's been a while since I've been that disappointed in something. I was like, wow. Right? Like everybody's talking about Big best Scorsese movie since, no. you know, Gangs of New York. Brilliant casting. Or, yeah. And, and I read the book in advance. And It is uh, so dull and boring and doesn't really tell a story. It just, it's things that happen. It's things that happen to people with no context. Mm. There's absolutely no context in this movie. There's more context in the first 15 minutes of the fucking Watchmen than there uh, the TV episodes and the fucking movie than there is in this whole movie. Yeah. What was your biggest disappointment, Steve? Well, I'm trying to go through and think because I didn't prepare, so I'm trying to see if I can find some really low-rated things. I got to tell you, this I don't well, want to be low rated. It be low rated. Just something well, you were looking for. Oh no! Well, I'll tell you, I am livid at American fiction for a lot of reasons. I freaking hated that. I want my time back for that, and that's going to get Oscars this year. Uh, that is deeply annoying to me. <laughs> so, but and I was disappointed because I was optimistic, and then I'm like, oh my god, this sucked. Um, I can't really think of anything else right now that I was really bummed out about that was from this year. I mean, my lowest rated was Stan Lee, that documentary on Disney Plus, because it was just boring and I knew everything and there was nothing new to it. Um, my Chris, most disappointing yeah. was The Flash. The Flash was not what it was overhyped to be. It was not good. It was good. You liked it when you watched it. It was all right. It's like, good. There's nothing else. I mean, the story between Barry and his mother is the thing that holds that movie together. That's barely. Not barely. It, just, it was just through. so 
hyped to be this well that's awesome, the problem awesome movie and like everybody at dc was talking so so even james gunn was all oh this movie's great it's good i'm sure he had to say that under contract because he had just taken over no but, like, I, don't, I don't think he would say that the, the thing with james gunn is he likes store he likes human stories and at the core that's what the flash is yeah. But they needed to push it. They needed... I mean, I listen, it's not on my top 10, so it, it's not like I'm... Like, I liked yeah. it, but, like, it wasn't... They needed to push it because of the Ezra stuff, unfortunately. Yeah. The yeah. Ezra stuff killed this movie. And they... What if... What and they, if they gave they, away too much I was going to say, what if you just kind of kind of knew maybe Bat- Keaton was Batman okay. and didn't give it away? Here's the thing. Now, imagine you went into the movie, right, and you didn't know Zod was in the movie. Like seeing that for the first time, and even if they just hinted at um the Batman dude, like mm-hmm. yeah, like they obviously didn't give away the George um the Clooney thing yeah at the very end. But that wasn't even supposed to be Clooney. That was supposed yeah, to be yeah, it was supposed to... yeah, Supergirl and and um and Keaton. Yeah, they were supposed Keaton was supposed to be the, the... next. Batman again, the, right? The guy that the guy that is like the 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 core of the DCU. That's yeah. what it was set up to be. Because he was in it's Batgirl just... too, which got canceled. Yeah, I wish that movie came out because I'm sure it would have been fine. It would have been uh, another fine DC movie. That's the thing; they're all fine. I, I didn't even see Blue Beetle yet. I didn't did you, either. Did you watch it, Steve? Did you know Aquaman comes out in like? Oh two yeah, weeks? I'm excited for Aquaman. I know Aquaman's coming out. Because I know what kind of movie it is, and I am down for that I kind told, of movie. I told my mom your opinions on it, and she was like, I went from never wanting to see this. And she goes, until uh, you've said that, now she goes, maybe if it's empty on a Tuesday and I'm bored. <laughs> she so, doesn't want to see Jason Momoa. Come on. I don't know if my mom actually likes Jason Momoa. I don't think she does. I, she knows, oh my God, Idris Alba is her freaking guy. That's okay. uh, I get that. one. I mean, I that's that. uh, Steve, well, it looks she... like you wanted to say something while we were arguing. <laughs> okay. What was there a performance that you were disappointed in? Like one performance, like in a movie or something that you're just like, I wish it was better. I mean, I would have better. to go back. I'd have to look at the list and go and think because I can't think of anything right now. I would say not an actual performance because I thought that Leo was fine and I thought that the girl, whatever her name was. Yeah. Um, I'm blanking right now. I've said her name a thousand times, but um, I thought their performances were Lily great. Gladstone. Lily Gladstone. I mean, they were great, but the movie I thought was a massive turd. You know, like I was so annoyed by what they did with it, but that's yeah. not a performance one. So yeah, I mean, disappointed. Like you mean disappointed as like, um, who would play the character? Right, like the character was yeah, just something like oh, I wish it was better. Like it would this movie would have been better so, if they put more into that performance. I saw a pretty shit movie called The Pope's Exorcist, which had Russell Crowe <laughs> in it. And I know he's supposedly a good actor. <laughs> yeah. It was not a it was not good. It he used was to really be good not good. So yeah, that was disappointing. Well, I don't know how many Russell Crowe movies I've really seen None. other than this one. None. So this is my first into Russell Crowe, and I was like, people love this guy. You guys see LA Confidential. LA Confidential. Yeah. Or Gladiator. Even it's good. So can I just say, can I actually just say everybody in that movie was disappointing? It was just they were not good. That's your least favorite movie of the year. The Virgin Mary came out of the ground in a well under the church. 
the Virgin Mary. What the fuck was I watching? Surprising they could cast her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just so. It's like a miracle. <laughs> well, enough of this nonsense. What's your number one thing that you're most looking forward to next year, then, Steve? Oh my god, next year? Yeah. Uh, I was not Deadpool. Prepared. Deadpool's mine. Yeah. I mean, okay. Deadpool for sure. But I don't know if it's. Yeah, you gotta talk about Deadpool for a minute. Am I? Am my um? That's my... not the. That's not my number one. But oh, I figured no? that what's was your, What's be... your number one? Oh, my number one is easily Jordan Peele's Christmas movie. Oh um, yeah, is it a horror movie out. or just a regular? Oh, it's a horror. I I would assume it is. They haven't said anything other than. Oh, that, they haven't but... said anything. No, it just said it's the next in his list of whatever. And it's because about Christmas Day of next year. Uh, and then obviously Ghostbusters is up there. Yeah. But... Oh yeah, Frost. What's it called? Frozen Kingdom. Frozen Kingdom. Frozen Empire. Frozen Empire. My bad. Oh, uh, that's Empire. gonna be awesome! I can't wait. I'm I, I'm super excited for that movie. Yeah, so. I think they made a big marketing mistake. Uh, it's Christmas next week, and they don't have a single new toy or anything oh, out yeah. for it. It comes out in March, which makes it a weird like thing because I was trying to find yeah. stuff for my nephew, and I'm like, there is no new stuff. So just looking over the list, I mean, I mean, next, next year, next year looks pretty. I mean, Civil Fuck. War looks really good, Steve. Uh oh the, yes it does. That the looks fall terrifying. Guy, the fall guy looks like a fun like yep. movie. Yep. Like this this Ferosa looks freaking awesome. I think next Ariamsa, year's, yep. uh, Inside Out 2 comes out next year. That yep. could definitely yep. be my number one. I mean yep. Deadpool kills the Fox universe is probably gonna be my most anticipated. I know you hate when I say that, Steve, but that's where that's where you have to like. accept it's gonna be he kills the universe. You I'll accept, accept it. I just, uh, I don't think that they're gonna do it. Are you, are you excited for the Lord of the Rings, the War of Rohima? No, no. no. <laughs> um, Song of the Hedgehog three comes out tomorrow. I mean, it comes uh, out next, next year. year. Yeah, that's the one with the uh, what's it called? The uh, Knuckles. Knuckles. No, Knuckles Not is Knuckles, in the other one. Um, Shadow. 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 Oh my God, um, people are pumped about that. That'll man. crush. That'll absolutely destroy. Oh, yeah. Next year is pretty solid. I'm gonna say next year is pretty solid. Rebel Moon. If Rebel Moon does good, Rebel Moon Part Two comes out. Dune Two. That's pop- Dune Two is in March. Yeah, that's Dune early. Is probably that's... my anticipated because that was in my most anticipated this this year. Yeah, that's 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 March. Um, so my probably most anticipated. Oh God, my most anticipated is not a movie or a TV show. Is it a video game? It's the Celtics winning the 2024 championship. Oh God, just move along, kid. What Fuck you. You can't say that this early on in the game. Uh, okay, so. Dumas. Any, any other any oh, other God. things you're looking forward They're to next 25. year? Any other things you're looking forward to entertainment-wise next year? ball, old man. No. No, nothing? Okay. No, we'll nothing. see how it goes. We're looking forward to more episodes of um, All Things Geek, that's for sure. Uh, absolutely we're I'm gonna like, recording up in a few days with uh for highlight zone where we're gonna go over three more and i think next year steve and i will start doing a, a new old show called tease yes i love tease man and if i can figure a way to make it video again i will and we can, if we can just throw it up on youtube really raw and i don't give a shit type stuff because that's a, it, it, you can definitely do it over podcast but it's a, the video element helps well, a lot yeah. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. But we'll that that's coming back in some form. Um, I might be doing a podcast um that I've not talked about quite yet. It's kind of of a 
a journey podcast, let's say. And I will definitely have Steve on and Chris on, but it's in early makings as of right now. Um, it's something that we've actually talked about, Steve, in the old group a long time ago. Oh, cool. So um, we'll talk about that off air. Old group. Um, so, yeah, I mean, lots of things coming up. So coming up, we have another Twilight um, a tw- highlight zone coming up for this year. After this, we'll have... So for Christmas, guys, get ready. Because you're going to have two and a half hours of gold to listen to, traveling from place to place. You can pause it. You can go back and listen to it. Steve and I recorded The Dark Knight Returns oh commentary. God. And it goes off the rails almost immediately. The first 20 minutes is me telling Steve, this is great, this is gold, and him saying no. So that's awesome. But you can listen to it as you drive around. So fucking Merry fucking Christmas to you. Because that's our Christmas gift. Because we're going to be done until the next year. And we'll post. Chris and I will stop posting our show. Our so next I... episode is going to be special. Pan Labyrinth. <laughs> we're we're going to do that one. I get um, to watch Pan Labyrinth in a special way. Well, we'll see. We'll see. All right. <laughs> all right. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Hanukkah. Merry Kwanzaa. All the things. Whatever. Have a, a good holidays and a good end of the year. Be a fucking rainbow, bitch. Later, everybody. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and days of old lang syne?
Chris, so. were you like just dusting your shelf for like the past 30 seconds? <laughs> yeah. You, you kept on doing that. I'm like, what is that? Because for there a second, was, like, lint and it was bugging. Yeah. Cause... You, you can't see. Yeah, I see. I see now because at first I was yeah. like, what the fuck is that? I got it. Yeah. yeah. I just don't have a record in there because they keep falling because all my records are not taken care of properly. Your cat so. knocks them down. She does. Dude, I had a flag up for an album cover. And it's up for literally five minutes, and I leave the room after I put it up, and I come back in, and it's on the ground because he jumps <laughs> on my bed and grips onto it, and then rips the tacks out of the wall because she her. freaks out. I love her so Dude, much. Cats are dumb as hell. Jeez. They're so weird. Cats are great. I love cats. Well, I know you do. Oh, there's so many good TV shows this year. I got my yeah. five. Mine started getting large. Uh, whatever. We'll just go. I got a- oh, yeah. Long you saw me, it. Steve. That's how it goes. Hey, oh she God. said just one episode after the finale. Okay, that's fine. Tell us, suck it. I but definitely I- have my five shows. You do? Are you sure? I got five shows in my head. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Don't watch TV. I'm a fucking Gen Z person. My attention span. My Wait. attention span is six second TikTok videos. So like a so, 